Greetings and welcome to Bible Learning Cup. I'm your host. Have you ever wondered a little bit about how they are able to reconstruct things from the biblical days, like, you know, something from like the tombs of the pharaohs, or they'll make a copy of something that was used in the time of Jesus Christ? Here's a very interesting one about harps and reconstructing songs from way, way back in the day. And I actually saw one of these things. If you look at the Hebrew language, if you have your Bible handy, just go to Psalm 119, kind of in the middle of the Bible, 119, it's the longest psalm in there. They'll, if the publisher's done his job, at the very top, there'll be a little funny Hebrew squiggle. It'll, first one will say Aleph, then you move down about 10 verses, you'll say Bet, Aleph, Bet, Gimenil, Halet, Del, all these things. That's basically the Hebrew alphabet you're looking at. And they did not have numbers back then, like A was 1, B was 2, C was 3. And that got to 10, and that went 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, up to 100, and from 100, it went from 100 to 400. And if you do that kind of math sequence, you'll find out that the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet indeed end on the numeral 400. Now, that shouldn't really, you know, it's not a real tough thing, but when you try to reconstruct the uh the songs, there are these special harps that have 22 strings on them. I've seen one. And the 22 strings correspond to every one of those numerical letters in the Hebrew alphabet, or so says the people selling them. And by going back, let's just take Psalm 119, for instance, since you're already there, hopefully. If you go to an old 1890s or 1920s, 1930s, the old dictionaries, and you look up the word acrostic, and I forget exactly which one, but it's true, A-C-R-O-S-T-I-C, it's like a very specialized puzzle or sequence of letters or events. It will say on there, before political correctness, that Psalm 119 is the most famous acrostic example in the world. That's seriously, I've, I've been, I've seen it. So you might say, okay, well, here's, here's an acrostic in a poem like this. A is for apples, weed them every day. B is for Boy Scouts, they chase the girls away. C is for cats, look at them play. D is for dogs, they chase the cats away. You get the idea, kind of a little homily like that. Well, those things can be very, very sophisticated. Well, if you were to take the Psalms or some of the other uh, biblical phrases and put these each note to each letter or the words and the numerical equivalency and start strumming a harp, if you know what you're doing, it's thought by many you could actually reconstruct songs where a little shepherd boy would be singing or a girl back in the field with a little 10-stringed harp or a 22-stringed harp uh, 4,000 or so years ago. And so if you like puzzles, that might be something for you to take a look at. If you ever do go to Jewish uh, people, uh, some of them are a little touchy. Some of these synagogues, they're really touchy. Others are great, but they, they make you to wear the little thing on the back of your head if you're a male. But they'll look, little, go in, look around, and check the archives out a little bit, which I've done before just out of curiosity. I've done that to many places. And uh, it's very interesting how these things work out. Well, another thing that can work out, Let's take boys and girls. The word girl, or derivative of the word girl, is only mentioned twice in the Bible. Now, children are mentioned a lot, but girl, and by the word boy or boys, is only mentioned, I think, three or four times in an old King James or Geneva Bible. Let's just take girl, for instance. They're mentioned once. The word is mentioned over there in Joel 3.3. That's over there in that old, Old Testament. Uh, and it says, And they have cast lots for my people, and have given a boy for a harlot, and sold a girl for wine that they can drink. Okay, that's... That's a bad one. Oh, whoredoms in her land. This is before the Lord basically judges a land. And the other time the word girls or is used is Zechariah 8.5. And says, and the streets of the city shall be full of boys and girls playing in the streets. 
And that's great. You know, kids are playing on other second world countries and stuff. Kids will play in a street, which is basically a, a, a dirt road. And when an old half six single engine 100cc motorcycle comes by, bah, 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 you know, the kids kind of get out of the road with their base with their ball or whatever drives by wave and then it goes on. It's not like the United States where cars are going extremely fast. But in Zechariah, the other time that word girls use, talks about things getting good when the Lord touches the earth and things get a lot better. And there is some symbolic imagery in there as well. So I just, uh, I just kind of, kind of around Robin today, nothing specific. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up here. But the Bible has all kinds of things that hook together, that wrap around words. You could just spend probably a lifetime studying this. There's a guy named Chuck Missler. Now, I don't get anything off of it. He sells, or he actually gives them away free on YouTube. You can see some of their heavy research, like Jonathan Swift, the guy that wrote Gulliver's Travels. Boy, you talk about some deep stuff from the Bible and how planets line up. That's He's got some stuff there. Folks, God bless you. It's called Bible Learning Cup. I'm glad you stopped by. Greetings and welcome to the Bible Learning Cup. We're going to take just a little look at a piece of software today that's going to let you Anytime you want, look up every single topic in the Bible in just a matter of a few seconds. Now, we're going to stay away from the hot button issues, which is like divorce and, you know, marriage, uh, drunkenness, murder, all that. But what's in the news right now is Syria. Now, the word Syria or Assyrian or Syria, as plural, whatever, is mentioned about 300 times in the King James Bible. Okay, 300. We're not going to do that all today. It's only mentioned about 10 times in the entire New Testament. So people who study these things sometimes say, hey, let me take a look and see what the Bible says about you know, whatever the hot button issue is in the, in the media at the time. So we're going to do that. What you do, I'm not going to, there's many pieces of software and apps. You can just download one, get familiar with it. I pumped in Syria. I'm just going to, let's just do the, only the ones in the New Testament, just for the fun of it, just to see if we can get a little taste, maybe what's going on. Maybe it applies to what's going on today. Maybe it doesn't. Matthew 4.24 says, And his fame went throughout all Syria. And they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with divers diseases and torments, and those which were possessed with devils, and those which were lunatic, and those that had the palsy, and he healed them. Luke 2, 2. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. Next, Luke 4, 27, Jesus says, And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Eliseus the prophet, and none of them was cleansed, saving Naaman the Syrian. Huh. Okay, thank you, Jesus. Acts 15.23, And they wrote letters by them after this manner, the apostles and elders and brethren, send greetings unto the brethren which are of the Gentiles in Antioch and Syria and Cilicia. Acts 15.41, And he went through Syria and Cilicia, confirming the churches. Now, we're almost done here. Just a few more, folks. Acts 18.18, 18. And Paul, after this, tarried there yet a good while. Then he took his leave of the brethren and sailed thence to, well, where else? Syria. And with him, Priscilla and Aquila, having shorn his head in Genetura, for he had a vow. Next, Acts 23. And there abode three months, and with the Jews laid wait for him. As he was about to sail into Syria, he proposed to return through Macedonia. Only two more. Acts 21.3. Now, when he had discovered Cyprus, we left it on the left hand and sailed into Syria and landed at Tyre, for there the ship was to unlaid her burden. And the very last time, Galatians one twenty one, afterward I came into the regions of Syria and Cilicia. Well, there it is, folks, just that fast. 
If I had to say, let's take the hot button issue like divorce. It's it's only mentioned 11 times in the entire Bible of the King James Bible. You could do that in the privacy of your own home. You don't need to pay a counselor. You don't need to be, you know, have a psychologist, psychiatrist. You don't need to take any medicine. You don't need to get stressed out. Just a little piece of software. There's three or four good ones out there. Just pick pick your own. And when you when you're curious about something, and you're getting different pastors, different priests, different churches, different denominations, all telling you something different. If you're Catholic, God bless you. You've got a pope in there right now. He's all over the map. Uh, he's doing a great job about these uh, roving gangs of priests and the little twelve year old boys, isn't he? Huh? But anyway, let's just say if whatever it is, you can look it up yourself. You don't you don't even need me here. Just get the software. All these tender issues of the heart, look it up yourself. Now, it's best to take it in the context, you know, to read it as it's being you know, like, like at least to read the chapter to see how the thing is being used. But I just want to show this to you. The same thing about drinking wine. I uh, started this thing a while back where you know, I had different people tell me it was really grape juice. Yeah, that's right. Jesus went to the wine uh, steward, and he says, boy, this is the best wine I've ever had. That was that was grape juice, all right. You know what I'm saying? But when you do the study, do the research, you find out the Bible's pretty darn clear. And one thing I want to leave you with, let's be absolutely clear. If you're curious about this business going to heaven, going to hell, getting born again, what does the Bible really say? Does it say to be a good person? Well, it might as it maybe it doesn't say it, but it might as well say it. But it does say you need to believe in somebody who you know who it is. If you've listened here, Jesus Christ, what he did for you on that cross, and he's coming back again. Very simple. You can look it up yourself. God bless you all. It's called Bible Learning Cup. I'm glad you could stop by, and perhaps we'll get a little bit more music if I can find some in just a bit. Peace to you all.